We are two days away from the preseason finale, Steelers versus Falcons in Atlanta. I'll be flying there tomorrow night. Moan, Mike Tomlin confirmed today that the starters will be playing at least a little bit. Surprised? Uh, no, not really. Uh, Why is absolutely that? not. Because uh, the starters just got a series last game as far as defense goes. Was that a three and out? They got, no, they, they were out for three. They got three, three they and outs. Three, three and <laughs> nine plays ain't enough for game speed, DK. That's what I'm getting okay. at, man. The same thing goes for uh, the offensive side of the ball, too. We've seen those dudes kind of methodically walk down the field and get points and, you know, come off to the sideline and eat uh, sunflower seeds. I think it's okay that Coach T puts his thumb around the guys or put it, put put those guys under the gun and be like, all right, go perform. Do it again. You know how it goes in this league, DK. Can you do it again as a competitor? Exactly. Exactly. It's all about repetition. And then from there, consistency. Yeah. Uh, well, it's also about this. Let's have a bell. <laughs> well, I'm ready when you are, DK. Let's start mm -hmm. the show. Okay, guys, now that we've thrown everybody off by being 100% on time, we uh -huh. hope everyone lost all their money on all your silly yep. bets. Yep. All of it. Them. Moan's just lining them up here. Line them wow. up. Yeah. All of y'all. Oh, when are we going to start? Boo. Guess what? We beat all y'all today. <laughs> we may have started at 300.00 Central Time, DK. This is great. And Oh, and look at that. On top of that, we've busted other people for being late. <laughs> Justin Work busted. Cat <laughs> Manita wants to know the membership count. We're working on that. Uh, she's going yeah. to have that. Here in a moment. You send it to me where? Oh, why would you send it in a text? I'm gonna mm -hmm. put it on the screen. It's 882, she says. 882. You know what? Hey guys, we could do it today. What's that? We could. We I'm could. just saying it's it's not impossible. Yeah. 882, and we would have it done in advance of the, the last preseason game, and we could really start rolling that merch out here. We could, man. <laughs> Uh, look at all these all these tardy notes we got to pass out today, though, DK. All of these tardy <laughs> notes, man. Yes, John, you missed the bell. Yes, you did, man. All of you guys late today. Yes. Ha. Moan, when you that. see, this is a question that I have for you about, just to continue from what we were talking about there, first teamers and so forth. When you see the first teamers and they go out and they do their thing for two, three series and everybody's getting all hyped about it and everything, is it easy to kind of forget that some of the people who are on these second teams, even the third teams, are going to contribute to what's on the field? And by that, I'm not talking about special teams. I'm talking about Anthony McFarland is going to be a big part of this offense. Do you follow me? Yes, I do follow you. That's why I said yes, as far as the second and third OL, I just want to start with them first. And the D-line, too, right, DK? We looked at all of them. Oh, and, perfect, yes. And just said, like, legitimately, there's, like, the unit as a group was bad. But there's some good that's going to come out of that. Again, we don't know what Kevin Dotson's going to turn into, right, this year. I don't know. if I legitimately do not know if he's going to be cut. Uh, I know Broderick Jones is going to be on this team, and he'll have the ability at some point to help this team out, too. Looking for Hoko on the other side of the ball. Keanu Bentons is another guy. 
Like, there is a bunch of dudes that made plays for this team over the weekend, DK, that have an opportunity to play a position and will have to in some capacity. Uh, Allen Robinson being another one of those guys. I know he's not on the bottom of the totem pole, but we will have to count on him hopefully at some point in this game, and he delivers during this season. Am I seeing this correctly, Moan, on the screen? Another 50-piece? Do you have the YouTube file? I'm about open? to pull it up right I, I have a back-end now. thing that doesn't show me the... I'm, I'm using, right I'm using because... StreamYard in the background here to control the kind of like control the works, and I don't get to see when the gifts yes. come in. What From do you got? The usual suspect, man. Brother Ryan Lytle. Ryan came in. What's he got? Yeah, 50. He gifted 50 today, DK. Well, why does Barber say there's 120 in gifts? Uh, I'm not and sure. Darren is saying there's 120 in gifts. Mm. If if so, guess what? Yes, it is. We got it from Ryan. We got it from Daniel Pike, and another dub from. Wow. <laughs> okay, now Boss over here is saying <laughs> that while this is amazing, in order for it to count on the gift memberships, somebody has to claim them. So, in okay. other words, you can't just you can't. They don't let you just buy your way into it. So what what you have to do is somebody has to come in and take them. Wow! No, there's no loophole. There's no. There's no. She said loophole. You're there the one that just no. said it to me. You said somebody has to claim them. Yeah, they will claim they them. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Oh, All right. So what that means is get in there and claim them. Uh, turn on your what's the, there's a capability I believe on YouTube. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, you guys are beyond Except amazing. gifts is, is what Daniel says. I didn't mean to interrupt the football portion of the program, but we've been working on this one as a community here for yeah. a while. Yeah. You hear the boss back there is like, <laughs> wow. Uh, James says big props to the giver of yeah, gifts, but Jacob really? also points out to turn on your gifts, meaning turn on that you would accept them. So somebody can come in here and help Rosie. For example, you guys can deal with, or yourselves, I would love to claim a gift membership. Show her how to do that. Communicate with her. Work together. We're going to get over this thousand thing today. No doubt. No doubt. You guys are far too kind. And yes, JM, not enough uncles. Yeah, you're right. You're 100% correct, man. We don't worry about the uncles, man, because they never bring anything to the party. Ron Slay says to hit that like button so that we can have rage in abundance. <laughs> You go do your show, okay, Ron? Ron is my tell, brother. Can you tell that's that that's Ramon's brother? Can you tell? Yeah, uh, he and, wants and, you to have rage and abundance by using the the Moan uh, Incredible Hulk rage emoji, which you can all, only get if you're a member. So come in and claim them. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and use it myself, man. All he does is come in here and start stuff because I mess with him on his show all day long, DK. Just to kind of com complete the the Atlanta thing, Moan. Yeah. Before, before we get to the only segment that matters, I, I just I have one thought, and that is the only time I ever get a little eh about seeing guys on the field in preseason is the last game, and I used to just as an observer take comfort in that old Charlotte game. Okay, the fourth <laughs> preseason game. Yeah. Where you knew nobody was playing. Yeah. <laughs> okay? I mean, nope, none of your star guys, none right? None of your star guys are playing in that last game. And you never had to even think about it. No. And and, and there's this is different though, and I kind of respect the fact that the coach is addressing that gap, I believe, 
between the last preseason game and when the 49ers roll into town and and moan do you agree yeah. with that do you or, or would you be more worried about like a four week gap between hard-nosed football um i look at that two weeks dk and say just as much can happen oh my gosh dk what the heck did we do today for tuesday man rico just threw me for a freaking loop what the heck is going on today what's that uh, you'll you'll see it in a second okay. uh but that last game is this man that last week is this a lot can go on even on the practice field, DK. I'm going to go ahead and subscribe to what Coach T has said for years, okay? Oh, yeah, I no. just thought. Okay. I told you. I, I'm trying to Rico be Rico comes here. in with 60 bucks. Love you guys. Best show on YouTube. But in order for us to be the best show on YouTube, we're going to have to keep talking football, you guys. So oh, yeah. just let's, 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 uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm I'm going to actually take a, a page out of Coach T's book and say we cannot live in our fears, DK. There's a bunch of what ifs that can happen. I know where you're coming from when you say those types of things, but I've seen a lot of folks, man, get hurt in practice. I have a hang up in practice that really comes out as bothersome. It doesn't bother me as much with this team. And I look at it as such a, an advantage, DK, to actually play these games because this team has two games on the road and, two, and one at home. I look at this as another dress rehearsal, being inside of a dome this time, uh, having the ability, DK, to have some management of the offense. How does, honestly, Matt Canada do? How does uh, Kenny Pickett do this time around on the road inside of a dome, you know, moving down the uh, United States as far as where they're going? This isn't a short trip. This is a two-and-a-half-hour trip to Atlanta for those guys to get right as far as this last dress rehearsal. And I think it's fair. That last week, though, I will say this. Uh, leading all the way up to that last week, DK, we as vets would do the exact same thing I feel like they're going to do anyway. We would have pretty much some install. We would have some periods in which we just said veterans. You got five plays. The rest of it goes to the young guys so they can sift out who's going to, you know, be the guys being game day active. It's a way to get your detail in in that last week. I don't really worry about it as much as I thought I would, DK. I'll be completely honest with you because I think there is – an appreciation for what this live game can do. Practice is a whole lot different. I think putting them in stressful situations is even better. I like it. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm, I'm also going to throw this in, though. Now, Mason Cole said the other night after the Buffalo game that he felt the game seemed slower than the pace of the Steelers' own practices in Latrobe. Now, I don't know what that says that. about the Bills and the Bills' front seven. And I don't care because I don't cover the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, facts. They aren't my problem. But when I see uh, a guy saying that, not it's Mason's not that guy. This isn't some mouthy defensive no. back. He was answering a question honestly. He uh, was just saying, I, I, I feel like it's somebody because the question that was asked of Mason for him to answer that was. Uh, you know, how are you guys performing at this pace right now? He said, honestly, I felt like it slowed down in this game. We were still moving at, at the 100 miles an hour that's required to compete against Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi and TJ Watt and everybody else. Do you follow? DK, haven't we talked about this before, though? But it's actually a guy that's an outsider realizing what the heck is going on, right? Like, we have a guy that wasn't drafted in Pittsburgh come here and say, oh, there's a different way of operating with this team. That's essentially what he said. And, and the idea, DK, that 
Latrobe is so divided as far as being separated from the city. Latrobe is so oh, isolated. Yes. Okay. It's, it's so isolated, isolated from Greensburg, which is right next to it. <laughs> exactly. And you're literally in a hole when it comes to St. Vincent College, right? DK? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything that you do is purely football. Everything that you do is all about how can we get better as a team. Hearing you say Elandon Roberts is running over running backs and backs on backers. Hearing you say that guys got tougher on the outside linebackers versus tight end. The one-on-ones, we do them every single day as a team, DK. Well, it's DBs versus wide receivers because it's all about getting yourself better, getting the team better, making guys stick around one another, DK, because if I know I can be friends with you off the field and I can battle the hell out of you while we're practicing, that's what he's saying. And, again, I'm going to drop this and I'm going to get out of this water, okay, DK? Okay. This is why. When we tell folks, one, winning the Super Bowl is hard. It's only one that wins it every single year. What you have to continue to do, DK, is continually knock at the door. Knock at the door, and eventually you will kick it in. When it comes to how Coach Tomlin, that's where I was going, and then I'm getting out of this. When it goes to how Coach Tomlin has built teams, how Coach Tomlin presses guys, how he played mind games with the offensive line versus the D-line, the quarterbacks, Telling the guy, I'm sure, Calvin Austin, what did I tell you he probably said to him on that run? He probably wasn't excited for Calvin Austin, which he was, but he probably used it as a coaching moment. Like, why didn't you outrun that kicker right there? Those are the things that he do in these moments. So to hear his work come to the forefront, DK, from a guy that has to be as unbiased as almost anyone, right? Because Coach T didn't draft him. Kevin Omar signed him as a free agent, right? Yes. So what I'm telling you is this. There is a method to building a championship team. We just hit a transition of personnel and people around the team that had to be moved in and be moved out. That's what happens, man. Now I'm done with the Coach Tomlin stick. I'm done. I just want to see them play football. I want to see them come out of it healthy. I don't particularly care that much about the performance. I'm not going to lie to you. Health is what you're looking for. That's it. Okay, Get out there. Get some reps in. Feel that blood flowing. Make sure you go through that pregame prep. Yep. That's another thing. When you're watching these guys prepare in Tampa and then here at Acrisure Stadium, everything in the pregame feels the same for those guys. I mean, they're running through that tunnel. Yeah. They're still getting introduced to the crowd. Everybody's waving and whatever. And get some of that blood pumping. Am I wrong here? Yeah, you're no. the one who experienced it, not No, me. 100%. And this is another unique thing, too, about this week, too, DK. Uh, you got a young guy, Dan Moore. He's still relatively young and has to see Bud Dupree this weekend, too. I wonder how that's going to look for him. The challenge of them, but like the Chooks and uh, also um, Dan Moore, like that's going to be very unique. He knows what he's getting himself into. Like, I want to see how Bud is going to play this team, too. That's going to be very fascinating moving forward. But again, you get a recovery week, everybody makes it out healthy, and you go back to Pittsburgh. Amazing! I, I'm I'm just floored by this community here today. This is this is great stuff. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait what? till you see what just came. <laughs> no way. I'm, well, I'm even st- my brother's gifted memberships. What the heck is going on? I'm scrolling down here. He gifted ten. Oh, he did. Yes, wow! He did. <laughs> oh, I see all the big rage emojis are showing up here. I see what's going uh, on. I'm gonna kick Ron's behind, man. That's Ron Blackwell cool. just got a membership from Ron. I'll take it, man. Oh, here he is. He's spoken like a true Nashville guy here. 
let's see if I can drop something in the tip jar. That's how they they roll in Music City. Only they give you the evil glare on your way out if you listen to the music but didn't drop a tip. They know everybody in the place. They stop playing. We've seen them stop playing. Yeah, you want to hear something that's super cool, too, about people playing in random bars in Nashville? Mm. Dick LeBeau does that down here. Get out of here. I hadn't seen him, but he's a guy that plays in some bars around Nashville that just pop up because that's what you do down here. Yes. Oh, that's beyond awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. That is fantastic. Hanover Fist is encouraging you to take your brother's money. (laughs) Always take your brother's money. Always take your brother's money. I just had to text him right there, man. Elaine gives us a wave from from New Mexico. Hi, Elaine. Waves right back from us. And uh, when we come back, it'll be the only segment that actually matters. That's Hey Moan. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. And welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. A reminder that the Steelers are playing in Atlanta Thursday night. Uh, I'm flying down for that. I don't know if we're going to be able to. Or we can pull off a show maybe earlier that day before uh, I go to the stadium. Yeah, we maybe pull one off earlier okay. for sure. Around what time are you going to head to the stadium as we plan this out on air? <laughs> yeah, I know it's kind of funny, right? But yeah. it's always, I always have to go about three hours before the game's at what time? Game. Seven Eastern. So yeah, the game is at seven thirty Eastern. Seven thirty Eastern. Yeah, we'll be good to knock that out, DK. See, you guys get to hear all this really riveting stuff. You as know, part of the show, but we're trying to we're trying to do it right. You know, I know you like to get that three hours before. What's that? What I found out is the media gets a free meal inside the press box too. I just figured that out this last game because I work the sidelines now down here for the Titans on the road. Oh, the, Titan, the Titans have the worst media meal in all of professional really? sports. Yeah. Is it that bad? <laughs> People always ask, like, <laughs> who's got the best and the worst? And then you do it by sports, best media meal, worst media meal. The, the Titans and the Washington NFL franchise are probably in a dead heat. Really? In that I regard. I had no idea. Well, I hadn't worked the home game here yet, too, but I'm really interested to see how this looks, DK. Oh, wow, man. Ben Marcolini comes in with a 1999 gift. That's appreciated, Ben. That Everything is. has been appreciated today. Hopefully, we're picking up as many of these uh, gifts. The people are picking up their free gifts uh, as much as possible. Let's get into some. Uh, let's get into some uh, rapid fire style. Yeah, let's do that stuff, DK. because we got we got a bunch of good stuff here. Because we mentioned a lot of stuff that we didn't. We talked about a lot of stuff off the air. What we didn't mention yesterday, like Kenny's growth from yep. one game to two. I thought I think we saw that. I just want to preface, but before we get into the hey Mo, and yeah. there's also three people that you have to talk to also, DK, um, in a little bit. Uh, it's, I think it's these folks right here too. We'll get to that. Let's okay, get to, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, but we we missed that the O line <laughs> play for sure. Um, the the linebacking core, I see that coming together too, DK. But let's go. Let's hey moan segment. Let's do it. AJ comes in with hey moan. You think Spencer Anderson will go to center in Atlanta? Mm. Tomlin said he's got the mentals, but they question his physicals. What does Tomlin mean? 
that can be gained. Have you seen Spencer one-on-one with Benton? Uh, I, I can tell you that I've seen Spencer real quick, AJ, before throwing it to Moan. I've seen him in Latrobe. What he is is the proverbial jack-of-all-trades. Mm-hmm. And they are utilizing him exactly the way it was intended when he was drafted. That is to this young man's inestimable credit. Tell him, Moan, that, that ain't easy. It's not easy at all. I'll tell you a guy that did that, too, in my era. Uh, Trey Essex did that. Trey first start, I think, was that tackle. Trey could snap? Yes, Trey snapped in the game. Oh, you missed that one. Okay. Yeah, Trey snapped in the game, man. Trey Essex played, finished the game at, and at center, and actually got a game ball after that too. Uh, yes, one hundred percent. No, I've he never heard this. Started that tackle on the Super Bowl team. A played that tackle on the Super Bowl team. Then he went to guard because I was in competition with Trey Essex at right guard. And then one of those games, I think it might have been the 2010 or 11 season. Somebody got hurt at center, and uh, Trey had to move over to finish the game at center. So that happens. It is one of those things that's very unique when it comes down to guys and coaches maximizing the amount of bodies that they can have active. So the fact that Spencer Anderson is being asked to do these types of things, again, Coach Tomlin wants to see what you are willing to do. Y'all heard him say that stuff a lot of times. And I'll say this, too. This is also probably a battle cry for Spencer Anderson. To say, hey, look, if you want a position on this team, meaning the 53, then I need to see something out of you. This is a business, y'all, and guys got to be able to do this type of stuff uh, when it comes down to them securing their spot on the active roster. I I just, I'm I'm so floored by right now by this community that I'm just like, I'm I'm like thrown off today. I'm thrown off too. Yeah, I'm off my game here. You are. Uh, So many, so many people. Uh, to thank and to welcome and everything else. And we usually take the time to do that individually, but they're they're actually just flying in right now. And so I feel kind of guilty, you know? I, I do too, man. I do too. Uh, but it's very appreciated. Uh, and it's, again, you guys make this community. We just here to tell stories and uh, speak about our football team that we love from a good spot. BK. Hey, Moan, says Swan. With one game left, who do you think needs to impress to have a job? Ooh, uh, Isaiah Loudermilk oh. comes off quick. Man, that, that's good. That's Isaiah good. Loudermilk comes off so quick. That's a good it, one. It just does. I, <laughs> positionally, I, I'll say this too. Mark Robinson has to have a really good game. I think it's okay. He's out there a lot. He, you know what I'm saying? He needs to have a good game too, or at least show that, look, if Cole Hulk and we Landon Roberts are, are out of the game, because those are the two I think that fit his profile, then he's capable of filling in for them, DK. Mm-hmm. Those two guys ring out to me so much when I say who needs to have a good game. It's those two individuals. I know a lot of y'all want me to say the KG name. I don't think it's necessary to do that one today, man. It's all in all, DK. Kendrick is not in that conversation today. No, we're not doing any of that today. That was fun yesterday. It was, and you kept stoking the fire a little bit too, DK. I like that, man. <laughs> that, yeah. is, that is accurate. Ryan Lytle says, hey, Moan, is reading about the Eagles and Colts and their joint practice, Paul. They got to stop these, Moan. How long before someone gets a serious injury and what's it going to take to stop these? Well, Baltimore ended up hurting um, uh, a defensive back from the Washington Commanders. He hurt his AC joint by slamming them to the ground. Were they testy? Probably. So those those teams are what, DK, an hour and a half away from each other as yeah, far as D.C. And, and Baltimore? Yeah. and, and if to, that. 
to what impact? I mean, to what to what effect? What's your gain out of that? He uh, who who was that starting tight end in Baltimore? Um, oh, the really good player. Yeah, the really good. He he slammed the player <laughs> to the ground. DK. At that he's, point, I feel like you owe that man something. He's got some feistiness to him. His man, his name is just Andrews. Brain. Yeah, Andrews. Andrews. He yeah. slammed a man to the ground, DK, and hurt his shoulder, like his AC joint. That's a hard injury to come back from. And when you hurt that, you continually have to rehab that. That's going way too far. Will they stop it? Man, I don't I don't know. The coaches have found a loophole to get more physical practices in when it comes down to trying to build a team. I think it's trash, though, because, again, you have some teams, man, that will cancel the practice, the second practice, because the first one was so bad, DK. Think mm-hmm. about that. You got no work done. I had somebody say it on our on my show here in Nashville. Is man, fighting sucks. Although you know everybody out there is tough guys. Every single body out there is a tough guy. Why do I need to know? I heard Coach Tomlin rip somebody. I will not say their name. He absolutely ripped them. It was like, you really think I care about you fighting? I know everybody in this room is tough. You're an idiot. Because of that, <laughs> I'm gonna have to fire you. That's what happens in those moments. Is it okay to have a little jumping back and forth? Yeah, DK. But the fact that we got to have like brawls in practice, and I'm a victim. I'll be honest, I'm a suspect in this one. It happens. But then you get older and you realize I'm tired. It interrupts the practice. It's one of those situations where you can't start back practice the same after it's done. One thing that bothers me about the Atlanta game is that as the Falcons, as we all recall from that late season meeting that the Steelers had, are they're not run heavy. They're run obsessed. <laughs> and I, while there are things that I want to see from the Steelers' run defense, including the first teamers, it's not nearly as much as what I want to see from the pass coverage in the secondary. That's my worry here in general. Yeah. Um, I would much rather have seen the Steelers face a team that just – you know, dinks and dunks you and goes at you at tight ends and all the stuff that we've seen, you know, historically and, and recently where the Steelers haven't necessarily been great at it. I don't need to find out if Isaiah Loudermilk can stop the run because mm-hmm. it's the only thing he can do. Yeah. I don't need to find out if Mark Robinson can stop the run because he's an unbelievable tackler. I was hoping, and I keep saying this through the preseason, I think people think I'm a little bit nuts. I keep hoping to have teams expose some shortcomings, even if it means a negative week of fan reaction. This is when you want that stuff exposed. I don't want the 49ers doing it. I sure as hell don't want the Browns doing it. Do you see what I'm saying? And I don't think you're going to get it in Atlanta. We prefaced it. Well, we ended the show by saying that too yesterday, DK. Remember, which was like, we got to pump it back a little bit when it comes down to what's the expectation is for this team. Uh, I don't, I'll say this. We played a hard game as far as the Steelers goes on both sides of the ball. I do think the, uh, the matchups that we've had, except for Buffalo, I really did expect Buffalo to come a little bit harder than what they did DK as far as their efforts out there on the field. And I actually do think they were uh, a team that was trying to win. They just didn't know what happened when Pittsburgh hit them in the mouth, but I will agree with you on that again. What I will say is this, though, DK, the turnover ratio that this team has had, I think it signified that the fact that they can be ball hawks of a defense, right? I will also say we've seen guys like Mark Robinson have to drop in coverage a little bit more, right? We saw Joey Porter Jr. miss the first game and come in and pick up like he didn't miss a beat. 
I think we've seen some of those things happen uh, to the effect of the baseline of what we're asking, though, to your point, is there. I don't think anybody's dropped a bomb on this team as far as defensively, although there haven't been many deep passes because teams are trying to protect their quarterbacks for the most part, right? But Absolutely. I saw what I needed to see after Kendrick Green and pass protection. I saw a lot out of Roger Jones as far as pass protection. We saw Nick Herbick get after the quarterback in a fashion I think can translate over to the season. So there's a lot to be gotten there, got there. But with that being said, the game plan for game for week one will be a whole lot different, though, DK. Oh, yeah. Sherrod comes in with, uh, hey, Moen, how important is it to have so much quality depth on the defensive side? And has, has there been this much before? <laughs> There's been. <laughs> I'll say this, and this is just me talking out loud. Uh, as far as depth goes, there's one person I think is very excited about the help that he's got, and I think that's T.J. Watt. This is accurate. Let's just start there. Let's start right there. Let's just start right there. So we, we speak about, okay, getting all the offensive linemen you can get, and the running back room is as deep as it can possibly be, and having three <laughs> veteran quarterbacks, blah, blah, blah. There's one position that affected this entire team last year, and that was the absence of T.J. Watt. Seeing what those dudes have done so far in this preseason, right, DK, has mm -hmm. been something that you can tip your hat to a little bit, right? Including Marcus Golden, I feel like we scathed over time and time again. His effectiveness, DK. Mm -hmm. TJ has to be smiling. Like, here we go, y'all. We can do something cool. The only other person I would push on in front of him on that same conversation is, and I know he probably pushed back no matter what, is Cam because I do feel like we need to start spreading his reps out a little bit. Keanu Benton coming along will be a whole lot of help. Out of nowhere, Antoine asks, hey, Moan, who replaced Pounce at center in the Super Bowl? Come on, man. You're talking to the, the co-chairmans of the yeah. Doug Ligurski fan club. <laughs> Doug Ligurski. <laughs> Doug Ligurski, man. Uh, quick uh, fun fact about that, too. I actually thought Pounce had a chance to play that game. He made us all believe he was going to suit up for the Super Bowl. He had absolutely zero chance no. of suiting up. Oh, my gosh. I think that thing was broken at the time. No, he had no chance. But he played along, and so did Doug, by the way. He did. All week long. Doug, Doug, man, Doug did. He might have done more interviews than Ben. Yeah, he did. Because why? Because it wasn't why? for hope, was it? It wasn't for hope. It was a, can you actually do this job? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? We're we're yeah. terrified by your presence. Can you please oh explain gosh. yourself? <laughs> I, I do wonder how that game would have turned out had he played, though. Um, they attacked the middle of that offensive line, our offensive line. That's me included. A whole lot without 53 being in, man. I like this one from Russ Wheeler. It says, hey, Moan. I think Chandon Sullivan and Elijah Riley both made the team against the Bills. They were all over the field. What are your thoughts? Same again, but I, I wonder what it's going to look like with that level of play with the first teams or with like the regular season depth or you know what I'm saying? Like what mm -hmm. are those reps going to look like? They both have made plays. They were fast. They played like their lives depended upon it. I hate that we hadn't mentioned the secondary as much as we possibly needed to, but to your point about down the field, passes dk and how they're gonna come along yes i'm 100 with that one man uh i love preseason that's why i think uh college teams have a bad rap of getting you know caught up to speed because they don't have preseason games this was a beautiful thing sky hunter comes in and says hey dk hey, moan greetings from germany how do you feel about mike tomlin 
planning on playing the ones in Atlanta. We we went over this earlier in the we show. Did. Uh just to rehash it really quickly for anybody who missed it. Uh, I think we're both completely fine with it, but we're both going to be like by the second or third series, like, uh, okay, that's enough. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So how much is enough? Like under eight plays for each group, two series, if they go three and out, three and out, or do you have to go see them score? No, you don't have to see them score. And not after what we've seen in the first couple of games. I I, I just think you want to see them go and work on a few things specifically. I do think that at some point, you're going to see a ramping up of Najee Harris. I know that's been a hot subject in general within our community here, but it's uh, it's something, you know. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. And and Najee again too. That's that's that was the other topic of conversation yesterday. Jalen Warren with the what was it, sixty yarder? Yeah, and Najee sixty two. Mm-hmm. DK, well, your yeah. best statement you had yesterday was this: Najee is your RB one. Oh yeah, Drew okay. Belansky says, "Hey Moan, with Dan Moore remaining the starter." Well, Apparently. Apparently. And if the guys, excuse me, have another healthy season, leaving Broderick Jones on the sideline, how much progress can he make by watching? Is he a starter in 2024? I love this question, Moan. You work with these guys, including the guys who were the backups and young backups. How do they keep them busy? How do they advance? Do they get discouraged? No, they can't get discouraged because it's such a veteran team with the understanding of how to play the game, no DK. I've seen guys be in a position where after those practices during the week, and you've seen it too, really uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, they have one-on-ones against the D-line. Young guy emphasis is what you call it. During the season, Thursday, do the exact same thing. Scout team is also a testament of how good of a pro can you be too, Drew. Meaning this, y'all, it's it's – you have the ability to get quality rep against the first-team defense. Take advantage of it. Those coaches, scouts, ownership all watch that film. It's not a bad thing, y'all, if Broderick Jones stays on the sideline, okay? It's a matter of Dan Moore doing good, and it's possibly a good season. You only see major changes like that if you suck. You know who the producers of this show actually are? The people over to my right on this tab. <laughs> it's incredible. Like, I've totally yeah. forgotten the live read, and they're all coming in with You're blown multiple. away today, DK. I, I am, I'm, having a, I'm having a collective moment here. You're blown this is, away this, today. This is something. This is fun more than anything else, you know? <laughs> at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs. Three of them moan. And we're going to today call them because all three of them reminded me. Hanover Fist, Billy Kurtz, and Darren Watt. Mm-hmm. Fine-tune every detail so that every sub-burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call craveability. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Also do it before the Steelers preseason game. It's a perfect opportunity. That's, you know, it's, it's got some nighttime vibe to it. The, the, yeah. the Get-Go menu does. Uh, head out there. It's, it takes, it, you, you've ordered at Get-Go, right? Yeah. Well, you, just, yeah. you just go to it's the screen. Easy. Yeah, you don't punch even punch it up. You and can you, add extra bacon if you want to. You can take the bread off and get a wrap if you want to. You you customize it specifically for you. Okay, yeah, there's d- this details, dietary yep. specifics, and everything else like that. You don't. You're not. Not that it's ever bad to deal with humans, but you're not dealing with <laughs> a human either. You know, you're just sitting there. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then then it gets it gets served to you custom made exactly the way you want it. So there, there we uh 
we made up for it, right? I, I got the uh, so handover fist said you had a senior moment right there, DK, <laughs> calling you old and forgetful, man. Uh, uh, yeah, people ask me about like, like you know, what was it like to interview, you know, Rocky Blyer when he was playing? It's like, <laughs> how old do you think I am? Two B One says, "Hey, Moen, as a starter, as preseason snaps, are preseason snaps a must, or did you just want you just want the season to start? Did it help you at all?" Uh, those reps do count uh, because what happens in practice is you learn that person across from you so well that practice can kind of go through the motions a little bit, depending on where you are in your career. Uh, seeing somebody inside of a stadium gives you anxiety out of this world. It makes you be on tilt the entire time because you know that they're out to actually beat you down and also have negative plays on your side of the ball. That's why I think the preseason is good. Now, the amount of snaps that I play in the preseason, I always looked at them like, man, I don't want to go a half just simply because the exposure to a portion of the preseason that doesn't matter. Two, three series, I'm okay with. Uh, I remember it being the time where we were probably eight and eight to finish the season. And Coach Munch made us play all the way up to like five minutes left in the second quarter, you know? And in mm -hmm. those moments, we were looking at him like, hey, Munch, get me out, please. But that's a portion of growing up as a player sometimes. D-Rock then comes in with a contribution that's appreciated. Says, hey, Moan, why wasn't, why hasn't Trey Norwood been playing? Is he hurt? I I, I can answer that one, Moan. He, he's, he's banged up. And so you've seen other guys come in. The entire safety room. Other than Minka, and even Minka had the personal leave, so he hasn't been there the whole time as well. Uh, these guys have been banged up. Yeah. And in the case of someone like Norwood, when you see an Elijah Riley coming in and making the kind of plays that he did Saturday night, what's the uh, best ability, Moan? Availability. Okay. Availability. And I, I got a good one right here, DK. I think it's because it's been real, you know, flowers and sunshine. I think mm -hmm. this is pretty solid right here, man. Not even the crash down on the guy. Eddie Carter asks a real good question, and we hadn't addressed it whatsoever, too. He goes, hey, Mo, what's your biggest worry about the 2023 season? Is it the defense can't stop and run or Matt Canada being the offensive coordinator? You must have missed yesterday, Eddie. because we, we we delivered some flowers to Canada, did we not, yeah. DK? Oh, we're, we're coming. Yeah, He's we, coming. No, 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 no. We're not turning anything around. He is. Yeah. That's, that's the order in which go. this stuff happens. Yeah, there we go. Um, if Canada's good, we're going to say he's good. If it's subpar, we got to call it that. Like Coach T said, you're either above the line or below the line, and that's fair to judge anybody that's in the public space on how they perform their job, specifically when it comes down to sports, right? My biggest worry, though, in the 2023 season, injuries, that's always my biggest worry. How healthy can you be to get to the finish line, to go into the postseason? Think about those years that I played with this team there in Pittsburgh. What were we worried about? Getting 26 Le'Veon to the uh to the postseason. That yes. 2019 season, everything was fine and dandy, right? Until Ben had the elbow issue, right? Mm -hmm. Think about like Shea Zier's situation. Think about all of those guys, even Kiesel going on IR one or two times. Like you want as much help as you possibly can. That is my biggest worry going into this season. How healthy can we be as a team? Hanover Fist says, hey, Moan, I think KP8 has the most to gain by two or three series. Doesn't explain why. Uh, I, I would agree that Kenny has something to gain from it because all of these reps have been, man, they've all felt like advances, yeah. haven't they? Like we talked about Allen Robinson, you know, making a couple of plays the other night. 
that comes with value, not just for A-Rob, but also for Kenny and his relationship with A-Rob. Listen, man, I haven't forgot about you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It just didn't come your way in Tampa because, well, you know, all we did was move the ball. And we spoke about that too, right, DK? We said, hey, look, some days he may have three, four, ten yards, right, as far as Allen Robinson go. And the next week he might have eight for 95. Like, that's the way the game goes, man. Uh, but to your your point, though, DK, like, I, I just saw a question just came across here just now, man. What's and that? It goes to Luke. Luke has this question. Hey, Mo, how big of a jump can Kenny make this season? Top 10. I don't even worry about the numerical number because that's all people who judge him in, in accordance to what their article suggests, right? The big networks mm -hmm. want to do those lists of top 10 guys. Kenny, to me, biggest jump, I think, has been him pulling the trigger on him throwing the ball, just even in this preseason. Boom. We, we asked the questions last Primary year. Primary read. Can he find that guy and deliver it in? In the last two weeks, we've seen him squeeze balls into tight spaces, man, as far as him throwing to his receivers. We talked about him yesterday, throwing Pat Frymuth open. You interviewed Pat, and Pat said he threw me open for a touchdown. Those were the things that we were looking for out of Kenny Pickett that suggested, why are you a first-rounder? Why should you be behind Ben? Why, why are you the guy that a lot of people push back on, DK, right? And now he's answering those questions. That, to me, I think is the biggest thing he can do for this franchise, more of that. And I'll say this, too. People are going to bait him into throwing balls like that. How smart can he be to say, no, not this time. I'm going to just check it down over here to the right side to Najee. I'm going to take a couple more today. I'm covering uh, Pirates and Cardinals again tonight over at PNC Park. I'll be going under the river to pull that off. You know that, Moan, right? You know our subway goes under the river. I did not know that. No, that I've never a, yeah, taken a subway in Pittsburgh. That really surprises people. First of all, what? the first thing that surprises people is that Pittsburgh has a subway system. <laughs> okay. I've seen it. I've never walked down into the shadows, DK. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 state of the art. It's it, it it's clean. It's it's free. If you if you take it within downtown or over to the North Shore, and it runs to both stadiums mm -hmm. from underneath. So they I did not know in, that. Oh yeah, it, it's uh, quite the scene. It, certainly in advance of Steelers games. Okay, uh, nice. we pack we pack in there uh, like a Tokyo subway system. And Nick just said it's free too to use. Oh yeah, totally free. Yeah, Zach Dixon says, "Hey Moan." George Pickens, over, under, 1,000 yards. That's a tough one. Ooh, that's a toughie right there. Are you asking me, is that the line right there that somebody said as far as the betting? The above and below the line, though. I would, I would <laughs> with 17 games, I'm going to go above. Uh, I can see him getting 1,000 yards this year. Um, with the volume that it looked like this team is going to throw and the confidence that Kenny Pickett is delivering the ball these days, I can see that I'd love to see two receivers get a thousand yards if Deontay gonna hold up his end of it too because one thing that we can't say on this network and I think it's still a nation is he has been forward running this entire time and I think we're seeing a different more aggressive Deontay Johnson out of that too I love to see both of those dudes get a thousand yards or 1100 and then 900 the other 1000 divided by 17 according to my desktop calculator is 58.8 .8 yards per game I don't know that that's an unreasonable expectation of someone who can produce that on a single play. Uh, Nick just gave us our answer to what a sporting line is, man. Um, he has Pickens over under on DraftKings is 750. He was 800 last year. I'm taking the over. 
Sticky B says, who gets the first TD from outside the red zone this season? I, I go first. I go first. Go ahead. Go who you got. Jalen Warren, obviously, because really? of blocking. Yes. Somebody had to say that and go to bat you. for the offensive line. I'm going first, right? Well, I'm going to go second. I got Deontay. I got Deontay. Wow. I bought the tickets, DK. Wow. I think, And you know why? I think they're going to be cocky about doing it, DK. I think Deontay understands what the conversation is around him. And truthfully, that'll get the, the monkey off of his back and Matt Canada's. I got Deontay. This didn't take long. Here comes the first Calvin Austin. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I think you're going to see a whole lot of – you saw how effortless that play was. You know, the Mason Rudolph play. Yeah, it was. Put it up. Put it up farther than the DB and just watch him go. Man, I, I just saw something come through. By the way, thanks you, E-Fog. He's come back in here, man. He's optimistic about us, DK. I love that. Um, oh, about the show. Yeah, about the show and the donation too. It's much appreciated. This right here, DK, where do you where do you see with this from Kenneth Moss? Two 1,000-yard receivers and two 1,000-yard backs. Um, I, I'd have to see more of the running game. Believe it or not, that's the one that I would hedge on. Uh, because you've got to really be bringing it, Mo. And you've you've been there, you've lived it. Yeah, you you know. had two guys behind you in Le'Veon Bell and D'Angelo Williams, yeah. who were running with almost, not quite, but almost equal efficiency. Very different styles. Yep. But equal efficiency, and they fed off of each other. That that requires a rhythm, not only of the running backs, not only of the offensive line, but also of the you know, of the, the play calling yeah. and, and uh, the man. success of, of downs and distances too. no negative plays. I, I'll, I'll throw this it's out there a too. Lot. It's asking a lot. It is asking a lot. I don't know if we can have the, you know, that many yards going through four people. It's just a lot of talent to go around because what is Pat Frymuth going to get? What is Allen Robinson going to get? Like there's a lot that has to go in for your offense to be really pumping like that. I, I will throw this out there. I, I like what this squad has done the first couple of weeks, DK, mm-hmm. as far as the running game. I do want to see the consistency, consistency of that. I do want to be able to see them run to the right side. I think all the things we've seen has been straight zone. I don't think we've seen much gap runs as far as this team goes or tosses and stuff like that. And again, how do you spread out the volume of running for Najee too? Look at the way, if y'all got an opportunity, the way defenses attack him, that's one concern I have of mine. I will say that. Mike O'Malley brings up an interesting debate point. Notes that Quan Alexander was fined 43000 for a preseason game. Robbery should have max fines in the preseason. His hit wasn't egregious. Uh, his hit was a pretty black and white issue as far as the rules are concerned. I mean, he lowered the crown of his hand. Well, you can you cannot like the rule, I, I, but there's I, a... There's a difference between not liking the rule and judging whether or not he broke it. Do you see what I'm saying? That's fair. The way they've drawn up the rule is you lower the crown, you're getting it. I now, thought- preseason, this is a weird debate here. You're the former union rep here. Yeah. Whether so, or not, should fines be lower in the preseason? Uh, this is what they do. They will not take money out of his check during the preseason, duh, because it's not enough to cover that 43000 
if he makes enough money to cover the $43,000, he will pay that over a span of however many weeks. I didn't know that. Yeah, they spread it out. Well, that's fair because what if some guy who's like ninth string goes and does that and he's barely making any money and he's going to be pumping gas in New Jersey after it's done? Yeah. What happens? Oh, he's not. He doesn't have forty three thousand no. dollars to give. Or if you have, if you're a guy that's on practice squad to get fined in the preseason, they do reduce it. I do think that that uh, forty three thousand will be reduced by more than half, and I don't think he's going to pay the entirety of that fine, but it will be spread out too. That was, I thought it was messed up. I thought it was an egregious call, DK, and fine. The NFL wanted it out there. Let's be clear on that. The NFL wanted to find somebody, and they wanted to put a dollar figure on it that was enough to get everybody's attention. Leverage says, hey, Moan, Brock Purdy dinks and dunks like Tom Brady. Are we better prepared to deal with that type of offense now? Uh, I would not underestimate the San Francisco running game. No, Debo Samuel's the truth behind it. Okay. You hear me? I am way more concerned about that guy having the ball in his hands in any capacity, including – Oh my goodness! What a receiver, too. I know the 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 best uh, defense we have against them, no pun intended, is the depth that they have at rushers. Um, and I'll say this: the fact that they are known to dink and dunk in that style of offense, guys getting their hands up, which Cam does a really good job at. Uh, TJ does a really good job at. Every rush that they have isn't a sack. They got to understand that too. Um, and boy, what a fascinating matchup is going to be between Trent Williams and Alex Highsmith. I can't wait to see that one. He got his hands full. Last question for the day goes to Brady Vini, who says, Hey, Moan, I took my mom and my sister to their first Steelers game this past weekend at Akershire Stadium. After watching the most amazing first quarter of football in a long time, easy, dude. Is it time to buy into the hype? Very clearly, you have. You have. And the fact that you're asking that <laughs> question, just Brady, <laughs> yes, the heck you are. And by the way, I got to acknowledge also Christian McCaffrey is also a running back out there with the San Francisco 49ers. He's, he's got some pedigree. And he's cold, okay? Uh, buy into the hype, Brady. I, I, this is the struggle I have with my college team, the Vols. I, I weigh so much on the man, I don't know if we're back conversation. Oh, man, I don't know if we're going to win this game. Oh, man, I don't know. Gosh, will we, will we? Buy in. Screw it. You're a fan. I'm a fan. Embrace it. What's fan short for again, Moan? Fanatic. Right, which means lose your mind. Lose your <laughs> mind. There you go. I see you, James Lawson, starting up the terrible tile wave in the comments. Yes, 100%. Buy into it, Brady. There's nothing wrong with hoping that your team is going to uh, win the Super Bowl this year because guess what? Win, lose, or draw, Brady. You and me and DK and everybody else that's in this chat that's a fan, guess what we're going to do again next year? Mm -hmm. We're going to do the same thing over again. Randy Wagner says, DK, pumping gas in New Jersey? How old are you? My pumping gas in New Jersey reference, by the way, Stands. Somebody tell Randy, please. You, They have to pump your gas in New Jersey. You don't have a choice. There is an actual charge on gas in the service. You cannot self-pump your gas in the state of New Jersey. And when it comes to gas pumping trivia, I know to go to Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I know to go to 2B1 on this one. 2B1 is about as re- realistic as anybody. Nice. He's been buying into the fever, DK. For 54 years. Ever since the drafting of, the drafting of a certain defensive lineman from North Texas. Buy into it. Don't 
listen to you guys as head coach, Coach Tomlin. Don't live in your fears. If it's good and you feel good about it, man, get a jersey. Go ahead, get a, a Herbic jersey, okay, is what I'm telling you guys. Buy into it, man. Don't 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 play that game of, oh, are we going to be good? Nah, do it. I got my New Jersey gas pumping backers here. There you go. Yeah. It is illegal to pump it's, your own gas in you, Jersey. They tell you get in your car. Why? They, they're not even oh, they're not even nice about it. They're oh, like, wow. no, no, I got we got it. Okay. What do you <laughs> what do you need? What do you need? Really? Oh yeah. Oh man. This also is true that the gas is still cheaper than it is in Pennsylvania. You cross the border in New Jersey, they're pumping your gas and it's cheaper. Oh and, wow. And, and as they point out, we look. We're going to really get off the rails here. <laughs> but Didn't know that. That's that's uh that's where we are for today. What an amazing episode uh, in 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 entirely because of contributions like uh you know Ben Marcolini's Rico Costa and of course the major gifts yeah. that were given out by Ryan Lytle, Daniel Pike and Hodge and we can't forget your favorite barbers just been throwing them in there. There's so, been so many people gift today. When we come back after the uh, the outro that never really means anything, we're gonna have an updated. Oh, she says it is not it is not updated. And we gotta also get a uh, we gotta get a problem solved on the other end too, DK. Let's so let's come through. Let's let's do that as well here. After I uh, after we end this after thing, I, standard is the standard. Yeah. No, I'm trying <laughs> to do the. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You flustered today, DK. Oh, man. <laughs> These people got me wrapped. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah she's, saying, she's saying that she believes that tomorrow it'll be a thousand. Uh, once there's more time for people to accept yeah, like, uh, their uh, gifts. Now, YouTube doesn't update that number in in real time so we have to we'll have to take we're not stalling or you, you look you did no. it okay we're gonna get there this one this isn't iffy anymore and it's gonna be tomorrow uh it's just that we don't we're not sitting here at the moment where we can look at it and say there's something definitive. and and if our guy one foot in the grave will open up his settings to re, uh receive gifts they're gonna take care of you so many gifts to be given right there okay and never uh, the uncle stable is just what it is. Okay. There's a membership out there for you. Somebody guide him through the instructions in the comments too. Cause anybody who's in here who doesn't have one can get one. Yeah. That's, I mean, the, the gift memberships, that that's who this is intended for, for people who legitimately can't afford it, who are having a tough time, um, you know, who are, you know, just happy and grateful that this show is here and whatever else here. That's, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah, so, so somebody help out one foot in the grave, man, um, with his... Um, Including with a cheerier seven. nickname. Yeah, come on. What the heck is that? <laughs> I you think, uh, was he a vet, if I'm not mistaken? Something as far as uh, he lost his leg. He literally lost his leg, DK. Uh, I, and, I understand that, but I mean... And today is episode 350. I think, yes. Yes, that's huge for us. Yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Well, again, uh, thank you so much. Uh, as Darren Watts says, this is this is the greatest community. Um, and uh, as you can see today, I've been I've been like legitimately rattled by this. This is you actually have. really this is really really cool. It is really cool. Y'all make this thing cool. <laughs> see, Brian, leave, man, leave. 
This is what we didn't need. I take it all back. You guys are the worst. Just stop watching this show forever. Get out of here. Bye, you people, man. Look, <laughs> Kendrick Green, he pumping in Jersey. See you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wow.